On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to chat with Joseph Iani from Debutify. We had an awesome conversation uh, all about content, uh, the kinds of content that e-commerce brands should and could be putting out into the world. And then we also talked about what makes an incredible theme, what makes a conversion machine theme and the different add-ons. We talked about site speed. We talked about all sorts of stuff. You guys are going to get a ton out of this episode today. Hey, guys. Before we begin, I want to talk to you about how to grow your e-commerce brand in a post-iOS 14.5 world. If you're doing over seven figures in D to C, you need to hear this. Back when Facebook ads were absolutely crushing it and driving massive amounts of revenue, setting up basic flows and sending out occasional email campaigns used to cut it, SMS marketing included, you'd see it constantly and so would we when we were looking at accounts at Mindful Marketing. Brands earning 20 to 45% of their total revenue with email marketing with maybe three to four hours of work a month and that's because they just set up some basic flows and then silence but now that the facebook algorithm has stopped spitting out such ridiculous returns where do we go retention but it requires marketers to go deeper than simple templated flows and copy and pasted campaigns which we've seen all the time it requires actually having a system that increases the ltv of your customers and then actually realizing that entire customer lifetime value in a shorter period of time and hopefully even searing a higher LTV. We're saddened to see brands do all the same things with their emails and SMS, and we're sick of auditing agency accounts who simply set up welcome flows and show off how many sales they make. Anyone can set up a welcome flow, abandoned cart flow, etc. That is the simple stuff, guys. The real key in retention marketing is digging deep into your market, copy, offer, your creative, and then pairing that with a strategy that turns one-time buyers into two-time buyers, into three-time buyers, and on and on, just like we've seen at our brands. So if you want to find out exactly exactly how deep our retention marketing strategy goes, book a quick wins call with our team and we will show you exactly how we drive more repeat sales for our clients and hopefully how you can too. Go to mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins. That's mindfulmarketing.co slash quick wins, all one word. Now on to today's episode. All right, guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am joined by Joseph Yanni from Debutify. Uh, hopefully, I got all of those pronunciations uh, somewhat correct. Joseph, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you for, for having me here. It's great to be here. When you, somebody asks me, as, as you did, how people to pronounce my last name, it's either standard as Ayani or the Shakespearean Yanni. You went with Shakespearean, so that's good. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I do a quick tidbit about my last awesome. name is uh, I once signed up for one of those, you know, hospital lotteries where they can promise you a condo or something. And I thought maybe yeah. I might be a winner. And I'm searching how my last name, if it appears on the on the cash calendar. And there are so many variations of a Yanni. There's Yanni Celli. There's Giannini. Giannani Coco. It's just, this is actually the root, <laughs> there, but the, the tree sprouts out into all these other branches. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, Debutify, uh, Debut, and then Ify. Because many, many things are Ify these days. Yes, yes. So uh, talk to me, for people who know nothing about you or know nothing about Debutify, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Great, lovely. So I'll start with my story and how my story took me to Debutify. So I'm a media fella. Uh, I've uh, mostly been working locally here in Toronto, helping with you know the local Toronto podcast scene. I'm 31, I identify as 32, and I was inspired by podcasting in my early 20s, of all things, by a podcast 
name called IGN GameScoop, which to my recollection is actually still around even to this day. And I fell in love with the format and I spent the, the last 10 years sometimes, you know, being the producer of the content, sometimes being the host. Uh, but then after that, I, I fell into a groove as actually just being contact editor and if I liked the show, I would also be you know, a voluntary producer. And it was up and down. You know, podcasting isn't exactly the oil industry. It's not, it's, it's not the most uh, lucrative industry that somebody can get into, but I, I kept going with it. And then numerous ups and downs along the way. And then pandemic hits and everybody else is, you know, signing up for the check from the Fed. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to try looking for a job just to see what happens. Three days later, I'm hired by Debutify. And in doing so, have been welcomed into the uh, e-commerce uh, industry and community uh, as it is. And uh, it has been a wonderful community. I've been hosting the, the podcast with the Beautify called Ecomotics, E-C-O-M-O-N-I-C-S. I to make sure I got at least one of those. And I've had the last, spent awesome. the last year meeting people, you know, not just such as yourself, but uh, guest after guest of people who are half my age, frankly, but, you know, four times my uh, my net worth. And, and here's just how many people have used this industry to take the full control over, over their life. And uh, it's been uh, it's a year's worth of inspiration. Now, Debutify is not just you know an, a thing that uh, hosts a podcast. Uh, Debutify is most known as a Shopify uh, theme and slash or template, but it goes beyond just a visual component. It also has a lot of backend features and functionality. So what we do is we look for as many add-ons that we can insert into our theme. Something as simple as say you know a newsletter pop-up, our trust badges. Uh, collections, recommendate product recommendations, really anything that we can think of. When I joined the company a year ago, we had about 26 add-ons. We're up to about 50, 51 by my count and more are on the way. And so it has this exceedingly adaptive, reactive, but in, in, in some cases, proactive roadmap. There, there are so many more add-ons and features coming along the way. And people wonder, well, well, I can just get all these other add-ons I can get from other places on. Why would I? So what if one theme does it? Well, loading times are pretty significant. And so yeah. by yeah. having all of it developed internally, it keeps the loading times down to two seconds, which is, you know, it's got to be no more than two seconds, I should say. Joseph, I, uh, interestingly, uh, I was telling you right before this uh, conversation, I was just talking with some web developers and we want to move over from our theme over to a 2.0 theme with Shopify just because of number one, speed. Number two, being able to edit is just so much easier on 2.0. And it's so interesting because I looked through one of the brands that we own and I was looking through our app list and I am really, I don't even know what the word is, ashamed to say, I have 60 different apps on that one store <laughs> alone to get the functionality that we want to have. And so one of the, the big things that I tasked our web dev um, guys with is like, hey guys, I would love to cut that down just by 10. Can can we just cut this down by 10? Is that going to be possible? And now actually looking interestingly at Debutify, uh, I'm definitely going to give them that option as well, right? Because all that built-in functionality then isn't going to increase the load times. And with Google's latest uh, I don't even know if that was their latest one, but the big thing recently is PageSpeed, right? PageSpeed is massive when it comes to ranking for those keywords. And Shopify in the past has done a horrific job with most of the out-of-the-box themes with their PageSpeed, but with 2.0, things are way faster now. So anyway, sorry, huge rant there, Joseph, just to say, yes, awesome stuff. 
<laughs> let's talk uh, well, I, let's talk content here yeah no go go for it before we start talking okay, cool, content yeah. i was just gonna comment on so the 60 add-ons like i because like i said i've been meeting guests after guests obviously i've been inspired to take a whirl at it myself and yeah i must have uh picked up several uh, other apps along the way i got to about like eight oh, man this is getting a little excessive but oh there's so many great options out there so so hearing 60 is i mean it does it does put my mind somewhat at ease at the same time the store <laughs> is you know it's, it's it's doing quite well right so it's not like like it's it's such a hindrance that it's kept you from from being able to succeed. It's just you know maybe yeah maybe some of these can uh, can be scaled down because you think they're like oh, okay so so what if it takes three point two seconds to load? Who is anybody really going to have a problem with that? Well th- at this point somebody looks at their phone if it doesn't load in thirty seconds people are going to think man this website's broken is my internet down? Somebody call the landlord reset the Wi Fi route. Oh you'd like, be yeah. like refreshing refreshing yeah like, be, what's, like, what's wrong with this your, thing? Um... It's not instantaneous. Yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly you'd be freaking out calling your friends and family like letting them know like i think that my lte is down i think my wi-fi is down (laughs) oh that's hilarious well hey let's let's talk content because that is what you were doing over at uh, debutify what i would love to talk about is content for e-com brands right so let's talk about some of the different content mediums and some of the different use cases that you see on site and off site for e-com brands and some of the good stuff that you've been seeing working Right now, I've been slowly warming up to TikTok. I wasn't a fan of it uh, at the beginning because, you know, even somebody with ADD would look at this and go, oh, this is going too fast. But, you know, over time, the the platform has, I have warmed up to it as a outlet for information and experience. This is pretty much the platform to beat right now. So much so that you've noticed other platforms have been attempting to mimic the, the format of it. YouTube just put out shorts. Instagram has has reels. Facebook, you know, their their video content is, uh, I, I haven't seen them do the shorts yet. It seems to me so far, you know, Facebook's main content outlet is Darman videos of people who are getting bullied who show up the next day and, and beat up the bully. So, you know, Facebook video content still has a long way to go. You have <laughs> content that is strictly speaking in in social media and then you have a content that is still on other you know other platforms not necessarily social media but i would say social media adjacent in one way or another all social media will be involved whether it's for promotion or it's the platform itself so for ecram brands wondering where do i w- you know what do i do with content you do want to look at where your audience is already engaged and that is a good jumping off platform to then branch out from there so if they have a strong Facebook community, which they often do, that would be a great way to start doing video content from there. You can do uh, live streams if you want to show uh, stuff on behind the scenes. If you want to, people are used to video content on there. So if you link people to your your YouTube channel afterwards, that's a good example. So so and, and this is all promotional content. One of the things about you know ecom brands, whether they are you know selling a product or they're part of the the SaaS uh, part of it, is and this is by the way, this is coming from kind of an outsider's point of view, is. Yeah, I like it. The accumulation of knowledge is probably one of the most important things that everybody can contribute to because the knowledge base is changing pretty much on an everyday basis. So everyone is contributing little pieces to what I have learned to be the e-com puzzle, whether you're learning about uh, SEO or you need to learn more about affiliate or you need to learn more about uh, content creation. So you can be a part of this conversation, even end up being a thought leader. You know, if you're whatever you happen to be excelling at, whether you excel at SEO or you excel at affiliate marketing to create content based on that and share that with others 
And it's not only is it B2C, but it is also a, a B2B uh, benefit as well, because you're able to now build more relationships with other companies who are also creating content. So you almost want to think of it as like, I don't want to say a tax or like a charitable contribution, but so seemingly every company benefits even in a small way by creating content in one shape or, or one shape or form or another. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's what we're doing right now, right? We're actually doing the thing that we're talking about. I mean, why do like, and this is a question I get asked all the time, you know, we own multiple brands as well as an agency. And it's like, oh, why do you do the, the podcast? Why do you do th- like we do three episodes a week? And for me, it's all about giving back. It always comes back. Every single time. And and you don't it, you don't need to, it doesn't need to come back for you. But if you guys, if you have something to share out there, something that is working for you, please don't keep it to yourself. You know, you're not like, you're not doing anyone any favors. You're not doing yourself a favor by being selfish with your knowledge, right? That to me is something that I've seen from some people out there trying to like, you know, not give some process or some app that they're using. It's like, guys, give it away because when you give it away, people will then give you that knowledge back and we're still in like it's such a brand new industry right now right and a brand new way of being that we all need to help each other out so for me that's massive with content joseph i, I want to switch from content back over to the debutify theme and just themes in general right mm-hmm. i think a lot of people especially with the shift over to 2.0 right now are looking if they're going to have to switch to a, a whole new theme anyway they're starting to look around and be like okay well, what do i actually need out of a theme can you talk to me about some of those elements that are absolutely essential for First of all, high brand themes and high converting themes. Sure. So one of the things that we started doing lately is we've been having uh, one-on-one calls with some of our top users just to find out what are you know what are their needs and what are their challenges. And one interesting challenge that popped up is one person was selling product that had a pretty distinct variation in terms of size. So we're talking about on the one hand you have massive piece of equipment. I don't want to give away too many details, but just picture you know large pieces of equipment, yep. and then also small handheld pieces of equipment, or even something as light as as gloves. And we learned through talking to him is customers weren't going to get the all-in-one unboxing experience because one product had to be shipped from one place and another product had to be shipped from another place. And gotcha. we, we took that knowledge yeah. in and, we're, and, we're, and we, are, we don't necessarily have an answer yet, but you know, it is, it is something that we're thinking about. What you want in a theme is not just a theme, but also in a service and in a conversion generator is adaptability. Uh, you want it to be whether it's reactive or, or proactive or a mixture of both, you want to know that this theme isn't going to hold the user back even in over the course of six months. Interestingly, one of the reasons why our, our company switched over to using ClickUp as our backend management is because of those similar reasons. ClickUp is highly reactive. They are taking feedback all the time. They're changing their functionality. If they have like a hundred features that they know they want to do, they're listening to the user feedback and determining, okay, well, a lot of people are asking for this one. So we'll do this one first. We apply that same knowledge to us. We have a lot of ideas that we want to do and we're paying attention to what it is that the users need and are and are focusing on, on those ones in specific. So like going back to your, your challenge, your struggle of having 60 add-ons, I mean, how many of those are collecting dust? right? How many are as each and every single one oh, of them? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it is in use. So that takes a, a lot of the the weight off. You know, at first, like one of the first things I had to come to terms with entering into the industry is the distinction between something being done manually versus something being automated. I used to think that there was a fair case for both and there's not. Manually is something you do if you need to learn how this works before automating it. So even something as minor as say, 
uh, answering customer concerns. I used to be a customer service agent. I used to answer each question individually, even if it was the same question 10 times. So you learn what are the most commonly asked questions and you automate the most commonly distributed answers. And what this does is it takes a lot of the energy that would be spent on that and it allows people to focus their energy on where it's needed, which is above all else marketing. You've got to focus on your marketing. If you don't, you're not going to keep up with the competition. And so yeah. we're automating as much as uh, we possibly can. And you know, with each passing day, the demands will change. And so you want a theme that's ready to go along with it. That was another thing I had uh, I had to, to, to learn uh, the, the last year too, was the, the constant change too. It's very different from working as a grocery boy, you know, where, you know, every day was just going in, <laughs> putting cans on the shelves. <laughs> you know, every day uh, has been a significant or part of a, a larger change. And there's has not been an exception to that rule. Awesome. That's great. Joseph, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? There are, this will tie in what we said about content creation is your product, maybe it's gold, maybe it's platinum, maybe it's silver, goes all the way. My scale is, okay, you have dirt, copper, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Not every product marketed out there is platinum at the moment. Let's just be real about that. But there are two areas that can be platinum from day one. That's your customer service and your content creation. There, everything you need to make platinum quality content is available to you. You do got to get a microphone. You got to yeah. get you know a decent camera. But then after that, all your really you know video editing software. There's free uh, options out there. After that, it's just time. Time allows you to make platinum quality. And then with customer service, even if you you've burnt the customer and they're a lost cause, you still provide platinum customer service because that gives you the ability to mitigate the damage, put out the fire, and maybe once the wound heals, they'll come back around in like a year, year and a half. So if you identify yeah. what you can do that is of platinum quality sooner rather than later, that will enhance everything else that you're doing. It will increase sales. It will increase positive feedback. It will allow you to generate that natural organic UGC that everybody is hungry for. And, and all the while, continue to, to build your, the quality of your product, assuming it's not already platinum. Yeah, absolutely. That's great stuff, Joseph. I've got three more questions for you, Joseph. I hope that you are ready for these. Lightning round? First question. It used to be lightning, but I usually take my time with it. So, okay. you know, now it's just like three good questions. Favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Okay, well, obviously I'm going to say Debutify because why would I not do that? But of all of the, the add-ons and the tools that I've been introduced in the last year, Yakify uh, stood out to me. It is a, a dropshipping service. But on top of that, they are also adding in a lot of branded options too. So you can speak to them, find out what products you want to use. They'll get their hands on it. And then they'll be able to brand your product. And you don't have to spend too much money on it either. You can go for something as simple as a 20 cent box or a bag. And that, allow, and that goes back to the platinum uh, case is that it allows your product a lot more uh, of a fighting chance once it's in the customer's hands. So uh, Yakavaya has definitely stood out to me uh, this last year. And I have been awesome. introduced to a lot of products. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we'll make sure to put that one in the show notes. Uh, Joseph, sec second question for you. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Uh, favorite podcast that I'm listening to? Without getting... Uh, I'm, I'm going to try not to get into anything political because I do listen to a lot of political content. Okay, so what I'll do is I do like to pay attention to politics because it is important. So what I would do is I will say one person from each side of the aisle. If you're right-leaning, okay. I think Dan Bongino is a, is a great a person to listen to. And if you're left-leaning, Jimmy Dore is hilarious. And, and both of them are, are people that I find very trustworthy. And so I, I do, these days I am using podcasting uh, largely for politics. And I do recommend paying attention to it because it does affect everything, especially 
especially business. Absolutely. Yes. Joseph, last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, have some coffee, tea, beer, wine, uh, who would it be? Okay, I'm definitely going political with this one. Uh, you know something? I would love to have an hour of uh, former President Donald Trump's time. Uh, you know, you hear so many things about him in the media, all the way from devil incarnate to God emperor. And I would love an hour just to see what happens when he responds to my questions. I know you don't get that one very much. I know you get Elon Musk, but I thought, you know what, something? Elon, I, I take an hour. Elon I, all the time. Yeah. But I Trump, would have an hour of his time. I would, I would love to I'd see love what it happens. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd love it too because you know you think you have you think you know somebody because of their media presence, and maybe that's true. Maybe you do know who they are, but really getting to sit down with somebody and actually hear them out and and listen to them and ask them questions, I think, can be uh, an incredible experience. And I think in his case, you know, he's distorted by his opposition, he's distorted by his support, and he's distorted by his own actions too. So you know, that to me is a very is a trifecta that not everybody gets. Yeah, his own PR machine. <laughs> uh, Joseph, this is a great, uh, great conversation. Thanks so much for coming on. Now, where can people find out more about you and more about Debutify? So Debutify, D-E-B-U-T-I-F-Y.com. You head on over to there. You will, in our resources section, you will have access to our podcast, to our video content, guides, and, and all that good stuff. Uh, and we also can um, you know, work on other f- content formats along the way too. We want to continue working on our social media presence. And we also uh, want to do uh, webinars as well. So that is where I, I want to direct your lovely audience to check out. And you'll, they'll definitely, you know, listen to like three episodes. You'll, you'll learn uh, plenty of the, there is to learn about me awesome awesome joseph thank you so much uh for coming on i really appreciate it i'm i'm, I'm really happy to, to be here this was a lot of fun thank you hey guys we hope you really enjoyed today's episode can we ask you a favor hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends we also love reviews so if you could leave us one on apple podcasts that would mean so much to us just a reminder from the beginning of the episode our team at mindful marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow now before you apply please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders this opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth if this sounds like you go to mindfulmarketing.co apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.